0: What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Why Jesus podcast, answering life's most important question. We are on episode number 20. I am really excited. I know I say that every single time. I'm really excited about the guest that we got, but I am really excited about pretty much every guest that we have. Um, This one in particular, because I'm actually going to be speaking with Brian Shigagawa, right? Did I get that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Shigekawa.
0: Shigekawa. Oh man, I had it. Yeah. I had it right before we started. And then I get on, and
1: I'm just, I'm all nervous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you're Brian... nervous. I'm nervous. Like this is my first live stream. I should be like uh, you know, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, like like that li- that little kid that's like like hit it, you know, like i kind of, hey, Mama, TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna be talking about this this event that
0: Brian and a few key people have put together called the Christian Influencer Conference, right? And I'm actually going to be one of the speakers at the event. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear more about the event and Brian's vision for it. And one of the one of my favorite parts, I'm just going to give a little spoiler event, is that when I was talking to Brian about participating in this event, he made it clear to me that at this event, the gospel will be preached. And I am so excited because with all of the um you know i feel like there's a lot of christian influencer stuff that goes on quote unquote and especially in popular christianity pop christianity there's not a lot of gospel preaching that goes on it's all about feelings and emotions and 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 this and that and popularity and the fact that he's like yeah the gospel will be preached and there will be a, a time for worship that just for me sealed the deal so Brian, before we get into discussing the, um, the Christian Influencer Conference, just talk to us a little bit about your testimony. How did you come to know Christ?
1: Well, um, I like to say the, the half joke of um, out of the womb. You know, my parents have been, <laughs> yeah, my parents were uh, early on. I think my mom was about middle school. And my dad was around high school to a college, something called a College Christian Fellowship. So CCF uh, was a big thing. And I think it still kind of is. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, I had my falling out like everybody else and around high school to college. And I uh, re-came back to the Lord in my own accountability in 07 summertime. And that's when I uh, started serving him recognizing that he is my Lord um, and uh, been full throttle ever since. Nice. So tell us
0: about uh, that time period of when you you kind of walked away because everybody's story is, is different. I did not grow up Christian. So whenever I hear people who grew up Christian, I'm always interested in what caused the path to kind of diverge a little bit and then what caused caused them to come back.
1: That's a good question. Uh, um, I'm 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 glad you were able to ask that. I, uh, it was a gaming addiction, and yes, I'm in Vegas, so it's not uh it's not uh gaming, but it's um it's uh it's gaming like p- computer gaming. Ah, okay. And uh, so yeah, yeah. So it was from around eighteen to nineteen, all the way to around twenty-one. Where yes, I was playing games all the way up till then, but that's where. mind role-playing games or you know world of warcraft uh lineage um a couple other ones where i was like one of the best uh players in the world um because i put so many hours into it um as a like i guess for all the geeks out there and nerds like myself uh i was a dwarven hunter and um, i love the hunter class but that was the thing that enthralled me to play for 12 to 16 hours a day um no no school really no work um circling down the drain and yeah it was it was it was bad and um yeah yeah it,
0: that's what took I, me away from the god so it's it's so interesting because every everybody's different right but there's a reason why I don't really play video games. When my brother comes to visit and stuff like that, we'll, we'll play here and there. But I don't have a console myself. And the reason being is because once I start, I can't stop. Like, I remember when I was, uh, when I was younger, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man, I think, 2 came out. And you could swing through the city. I would just do hours and hours and hours of just me swinging through the city and waste so much time i don't even i didn't even play the missions i just swung uh around the city and this is something that people think you can't get addicted to and the fact that you were like you know number you know one of the top players in the whole entire world that's what some kids dream to be you know and uh the fact that this was kind of the catalyst that brought you away from your faith how did you how did you kind of break that addiction and come back?
1: Oh, uh say that again, you broke up a little bit. oh, uh, sorry, so
0: how did you how did you break that addiction and come back to Christ?
1: Yeah, so um, like I was saying, like I was playing twelve to sixteen hours a day, and the crazy thing that came out of it was i um I actually was playing with this guy oh actually i'll wheel it back to where at around 21 22 i got a kidney stone because i wasn't drinking right i wasn't eating right i wasn't sleeping when i should be um i was holding back my restroom because i was so like enthralled in this so i wasn't expelling enough and because of that i got a kidney stone and at 22 that's extremely rare and just because i wasn't taking care of myself and uh actually knew i don't remember his avatar name but he was a rogue I played with him all the time. His name was Dave. And uh, unfortunately, um, I actually got to find out what happened. But all of a sudden, he, uh, you know, every day would be raiding like eight, 10, 12 hours a day um, with like 40 other people. It's nuts how many other people were addicted as well. And when uh, Dave didn't show up on Friday, it's like, oh, where's Dave? And then usually you would tell us that we can get a bench player or whatever, replacement. Then Saturday came by, where's Dave? And then Sunday came by, where's Dave? And finally, after about a half week later, some of the people actually knew him in real life. And uh, unfortunately, a blood clot went from his leg to his heart and he had a heart attack and his roommate found him, passed away. Wow. So even though that all happened, that's what didn't take me away from the gaming, which is crazy. It was actually the um I became passively aggressive over the virtual items. Even though I was one of the best DPSers, I had uh Giant sucker eight of eight, which is in vanilla wow, which is the first time anybody gets Epics. Um no one wanted to be around me. And um with the rejection of the gaming community and that was a blessing in disguise, that's when I went up to the shower and I said I quit. Like 50 to 70 times like I quit I quit I quit and um that turned me around from years of gaming to only playing like like 10 hours in four months which was like nominal like I just didn't know gaming at all and funny enough uh my first one of my first jobs coming out of it was uh being a quality assurance tester for Activision which I think that's what helped me with my withdrawal I didn't I had no withdrawal but it made me hate games more because I was testing games versus playing them.
0: Mm. That is super interesting, um, and it's also interesting how you can get shunned from an online community, right? And like these, most of these people you were playing with, you obviously didn't didn't really meet them, but you could still get kind of excommunicated. From a community and it it can feel exactly the same as if you're being excommunicated from somebody or a group of people that you're seeing all the time
1: oh yeah i felt like they were my friends that uh, i had the delusion of them being my friends yeah that's that's intense so after
0: you quit you 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 got the job at activision what brought you back like all right I got to get back into my Bible. I got to get back into my relationship with Christ. What what was the pivotal moment there?
1: Okay, so you're, you're going to like this, John. I'm going to bring it back to how you talked about web slinging and whatnot. So um, the two games that I quality assurance tested uh, was Call of Duty 3, the original Call of Duty, not Black Ops, like wow. right from the franchise was kind of starting. And the second game uh i actually got the test on the wii before the Wii came out and that game was spider-man 3 no way yeah yeah so maybe that was the game that you were web slinging or whatnot
0: (laughs) that's that's incredible now I, i was playing on the the playstation i believe it was playstation 3 i had one of those big screen bubble tvs you know that the big screen projector tvs you you know what i'm talking about they had like the the lights in the back that projected projected it so i would this was my pre-christian oh walk. Yeah. yeah this is my pre-christian walk so me and my friends would just yeah. get all, all messed up and sit right in front of it and just swing and and swing and swing it, it was such a waste such such a waste but um I got stories about that TV for days, but we'll save yeah. that for another time. Yeah, yeah, too. <laughs> what were you saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. To answer your question, to bring it back on, like, what brought me back to God, I, um, it's because when I started doing that job, um, I would still not really be going to church or anything, and then I just felt this void in my heart. And um, finally it just came to pass that I'm like, I think I need God. I think I need to go back. And then that's when I went to um, a different church uh, than where my parents went to. And I actually felt like that was the best thing I could do was, because at the time it was a resentment of like, okay, I'm being dragged to church, to this church. So I I went to a church in Pasadena and uh, that became my church for quite a while. And uh, yeah, like I was saying uh, earlier about, it was 07 summertime when I came back and that was when I was going full throttle. App uh, ever since.
0: It's so awesome that, uh, like, it's like you could come back like you never left. You, you know, I I essentially believe like once you're a child of God's, like you are, there it's guaranteed you're gonna come back. That's that's how I feel. If you are truly His, that you drift off and nothing that you find out there can fill the god shaped hole that we have in our hearts, I was just speaking to my wife about her spiritual journey um, prior to to coming to Christ, and it was like everything that she did could not fill the hole that she had inside until she found christ and Christ is the only one who can who can fill that mm-hmm. hole, and we try to fill it with so many so many things and and they just leave us feeling empty so now that you are you know, you've been back with the Lord, um, doing your thing. How did we get from that moment to where we are now, where you're, put, you're literally putting together a conference, grabbing all of like some of the top Christian influencers around the world, bringing them all together in one spot to talk to people about the importance of influence and influencing people people towards Christ, because, you know, I told you this when we were on the call, um, when we were discussing the event, people forget that they are all influencing people, even if you're not a quote-unquote influencer, you're influencing people every day, and we should be influencing people towards Christ, so I'm really excited about this event, but how did we get from there to putting this event together?
1: Well, that's a how oh, guy, yeah, that's a fun loaded question, but I'll try to uh, suss through it, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, so basically it, it started in the around the entertainment industry. I was in the entertainment industry from twenty ten to twenty seventeen. Um, and more focal point of it. Um, so I did a lot of background work, a lot of uh, stand-in work, but the focal point would be uh, with a different business partner I had from 2011 to 2013. It was called Secret City Comic Society. It was a improv comedy. Um, are you familiar with uh, Whose Line Is It Anyways? Oh, I used to love that show. I loved
0: that show when I, with, uh, what was the guy's name? You had Wayne Wayne Brady, right? Uh, not Wayne Brady. Yeah, Wayne
1: it? Brady, Drew yep. Carey. Yep, Ryan, Drew. Ryan Stills.
0: Drew Carey is hilarious. Yeah, I used to watch that show all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I loved it too. And, um, so basically that was the model I took instead of having like, what is mostly known as blue comedy, which is, uh, dirty or, you know, private card jokes to cursing. I took on the brand of being family friendly. Um, and so I had that for two and a half years. I was a live standard comedy producer before then for uh, several shows. And, um, then when it finally, uh, became financially not feasible i was like man i loved every aspect of what i did but what was my weakness and the weakness was having a marketer so i prayed for over a decade to get to this point um and uh lo and behold um i as i was moving around and i stopped doing the entertainment industry i learned something called the events industry or hospitality industry and so I uh, actually moved to Louisville, Kentucky to try to make myself out there and that didn't work out and that was for a year and a quarter, so like from 2018 to the end of 2019 I then moved to Las Vegas and uh, it's called the International School of Hospitality is where I found this school for just strictly hospitality and events and I am my emphasis was in event production. So, and this was in January, 2020. And then of course, two months later, you know, what happened, everyone knows that it happened. Um, quick story is that I removed back to California where my parents were, cause everything went digital, my church, my school. And so finished up my schooling there in April, of 2021, and then removed back here in June of 2021. So now it's been almost two years that I've been here, worked for a couple of vendors, and uh still keep kept on praying, like, where do you want me? Like I'm now, you know, in my midlife and I'm like, where like God like point me the right direction. Um, and then finally, lo and behold, this guy named Tony entered my life around July or August of last year. And uh as I got to know him, as he got to know uh me, he found out what my dreams, aspirations or and whatnot are and uh he's is a uh marketer he has a marketing firm and i was just like okay this makes sense and um and just bringing it back to the conclusion of the, why this is or how this is being put together it was november tw- uh 5th was my uh interest meeting and once he heard it then he was hooked he was like this is it i feel like this is how we can sp- use our talents and spread the gospel and um have been full throttle ever since that's an awesome story, um,
0: and the fact that you diligently prayed for ten years uh, for for somebody like Tony to come in and kind of add the final piece to the puzzle, you know, to to find somebody who shares the same enthusiasm for God as you do, but as well has the but has the skills to execute on something that is as grand as what it is you. You're doing out there, so that's really dope. Um, So, talk to us about what is this event actually? Because when you hear Christian influencer conference, people get different ideas. I had I had one woman reach out to me saying, "Hey, I want to go to this event, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a Christian influencer, so I don't know." I'm like, "Well, good news. It's not just for you know what what you would think a Christian influencer is. It's for." anybody who wants to influence others towards christ so break down what this event is and what people can expect when they're there
1: yeah yeah i'll um so i'll just read straight from the website because this came from my heart it's uh on uh we are and it's called about cic at the bottom and uh Our vision when coming to the Christian Influencer Convention Gathering, um, expect to have fun and growth through hearing more intimately from the people you follow. It is important to support and encourage each um, other and to build a community of Christian influencers. First and foremost, we can all be Christian influencers. We might not have the gift of evangelism or be able to talk uh, to the masses, but we all have a way to communicate the good news to our friends and family. In the current political and cultural climate, it is is now more vital than ever for us to be able to talk to him and show the love to others. At the end of the day, we should all want to use our talents to uh, help expand and express and grow God's uh, kingdom. I see uh, such a great need for fellowship among our young people, especially after the pandemic lockdown. This is uh, still an urgent need for connection, and we are here to help facilitate that. And um, that's something that I've just prayed on for the last, actually, few years on that type of mission of hitting the unchurched, the younger millennials, um, the Gen Z, and now the Gen Alphas. Um, I have such a heart to the Lord, like, even if it means, like one of the biggest things i was like yes i would love to be married but at the same time our life is just a speck you know every day that we wake up is a gift from him and what can i do with my talents that have been bestowed upon me by the holy spirit to get this across and that is why um this isn't in exist in in existence
0: that's awesome and when i when i first read that um i was like yeah that that's exactly what we need. We need to reach the younger generations. And the reason being is this is, I think, it's just my opinion. I don't have the statistics to back it up, but it's the most godless generation in a very long time. Um, they're being influenced to a more postmodern, very secular, very, um, you could have your truth, I could have my truth. Yeah. Yep, And they don't even have real connections because the way that they connect with people is through the internet. They, they're, they can text you all day, but to have an actual conversation with you, many of them lack the communication skills because they're so used to communicating through their, with their head down and through their phone. So the fact that you have a vision of reaching these young people is so important because that's, that's one of my passions. I, I'm volunteer with the youth at my church here and Man, some of these kids blow me away with how smart they are. And and I, I, since I didn't grow up in the church, um, being around these kids who are growing up in the church, I'm like, man, you guys are so lucky. You are so blessed to be able to be in this environment where you are just surrounded by people who want you to have a good relationship with God and want you to flourish in life. And so many in this generation are missing that. So the fact that you put this together to to help uh, reach those younger generations is so important. So what are some of the things that people can expect there? What are Who are some of the speakers? Um, what are some of the, the talks going to be on? And also, just for you guys that are listening, this is not just a young person's event, all right? doesn't matter your age. You can definitely come have a good time. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. And I would suggest inviting people who are not Christians yet so they can get around some christians and see that we're not all a bunch of weirdos all right so um tell us tell us a little bit more
1: <laughs> well speak for yourself i'm i'm the weirdo <laughs> <laughs> but um I, yeah i'm the weirdo for for betting my entire house on this right to, to <laughs> um i don't that's not I, that's not weird um sorry to cut you off ryan
0: Sorry to cut you off, Brian, but that's not weird. That is that is passion. That is when when God puts something into your heart and you know that it's from God and you just go all in on it, you know, and you just expect God to deliver. And that is commendable. And, you know, that's why I I want everybody to come out there and and I want to help promote the event as much as possible because, you know, you're putting everything on the line and. It's beautiful because you're putting everything on the line for somebody who put everything on the line for us, who is Jesus. Jesus, you know, lived a perfect life that we couldn't live, a sinless life, died for our sins, rose from the dead. You know, he he gave up so much for us in a moment that we could never repay. So giving, you know, putting your life on the line and your livelihood on the line, that is the true characteristic of a, a christian and a, and a follower of christ so i just wanted to i'm sorry to cut you off but i just wanted to pause and say that real quick
1: i appreciate that john um yeah the uh so what to expect um the best way i can give like a similarity is um, I know a lot of people have gone to like men's conferences or women's conferences, but those are people in my age. So I'm not sure how the young people out there or even people my age or older, um, have even gone to a conference or convention, but. All right. So I think Brian
0: might be resetting his wifi. Um, uh, sometimes that's like the life hack. Whenever something's not working, you just turn it off, turn it back on. Don't you wish we could do that with like jobs, right? Uh, this, This ain't working out. Let me just turn it off, turn it back on. Maybe I get paid more now. That is a fact. That is a fact. All right. So I guess I'm supposed to be stalling. Um, what? Oh, here he is! Here he is! Here he is. Brian, are you with us? So,
1: right. Brian, can you hear us? Take take twenty four. <laughs> I think you might be on. Uh, I think you're on mute. I can see your mouth moving.
0: Um, I I think you might just not hear me. But hold on, let me
1: text. Yeah, I can. I can't hear you. I feel like yeah everything's moving for me. I just can't hear you.
0: Yeah, I'm not too sure what's going on, but um So this is what I'm doing right now. I'm texting him to just tell him to talk about the event.
1: Yeah, I I can't <laughs> I can't hear you. Like like I said the Comic-Con uh um QA panels um there's uh biblical hard hitters like John McRae, Bruce and Katie, John Clash, that will be there along with um, a whole bunch of other uh, couples. The funny thing is that I prayed over having a couple couples there, at least one or two. And uh, funny enough, I have seven there. Um, I also have uh, an Impressionist named Brian Hall. uh, A Green Beret vet named uh, Israel Wright will be there. And um, I'm honored to have everybody there to uh, promote... um, god's kingdom at the end of the day um and uh yeah so john apprised me about the location the funny thing is about why i picked the location or venue um that came to be where about two and a half months ago i was in a frustration of what like for talent for venue where we're gonna have it at first we had it at the clark county library and um And we knew that was a good venue, but it it was only gonna hold a few hundred people. So with all the talent that I was able to get, we felt we can go for a bigger venue. And um, it went to, oh, so yeah. So I was getting frustrated over the phone. And um, oh, to wheel it back, I was at my bank. We opened up our first business account. I never done that before. That was an interesting process and uh, it was pretty smooth but it just took took a while and um so i went to this place called winco um and uh i usually go to a different supermarket because it's a lot closer but winco was a supermarket that's out here uh, i didn't have it in, in uh, southern california and uh as i was traversing that area on the phone being frustrated kind of wheeling back to what i was talking about there um i just needed to get some chicken and traversed the store about twice and i think that was timing on that i finally got the chicken um that i needed it was only a couple pounds and it was only going to cost about 5 bucks but i went to the checkout line and then all of a sudden i felt this uh weird tapping on my shoulder and i was like it was vigorous it was like bam 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 and i um instead of like once or just saying excuse me i was like that was odd so then i have I turned around. And I just said, hello. And I, uh, he's like, yeah, um, um, I'll like to get that for you. Um, I'm like, uh, excuse me. Oh yeah. Um, i would like to get that, uh, food item that you're about to get. And I'm like, oh, you mean like a pay it forward? Cause to me, this has never happened to me. And I, uh, was so remiss or just so like shocked by it. And, then I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I shook his hand and um, and I said, thank you so much. And um, then the as we got close to the cashier, he was like, oh yeah, put that 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 chicken on my tab. And like, cool. So then I sh- turned around one more time, shook his hand, and s- said, funny enough, I'm actually uh, using this chicken to make something called juk, which is rice porridge and chicken. And um, And this is for my community group in bible study he's like oh man all the better all the better and as i got that chicken and i went on my merry way and about two feet away from my car i just broke down i'm like was that god's way of saying i got you and then lo and behold uh the very next morning that was wednesday night into thursday morning that's when i got the quote for south point and what i thought was considered kind of a low amount Um, South Point came to almost half of that. And uh, that's when I just really balled out and I knew God was in this. Sorry, guys, I'm I'm
0: texting in my questions. So I'm asking him on why specifically Vegas,
1: right? So John just asked me, so when uh, people ask why Vegas, um, the reason is why not? Like... I, I've seen some comments already and probably shouldn't read the comments, but they're like, oh, Vegas, LOL, or Vegas, isn't that ironic? And I'm like, actually, when I see those comments, I'm like, I think that's ironic because God doesn't go for the perfect people. He goes for the people that are sick, the people that need healing. Um, If you were going to a perfect church, they technically don't even need God at that point so vegas is for twofold one is that my network is out here and two is because this is where they need to be reached um they're like going back to what john was telling me um like he doesn't know the statistic but i just remembered from one of my pastors in 2022 oh, no no 2020 uh he saw a stat i i wish i could give you a citation but there's a lot of churches out here in vegas but only eight percent are consider themselves Christian. And who knows how many of those really go to church or just call themselves Christian.
0: Give me one sec. I'm I'm asking him a question. So I'm asking him, uh, what's the importance of preaching the gospel at the event and why should people invite
1: non-believers? John was asking me, uh, uh, talk about the importance of preaching the gospel at the event. Um, I, I say again, why not i mean this is the whole purpose of this thing is i mean to me this is my mission's trip this is my mission's field when i put my house on the line like the the i the funny thing about being in vegas they say oh you bet on the house for me i actually bet my entire house um on this project like i for years i saved up and had a down payment ready to go but i'm like i i'm i'm using this all for the kingdom And uh, to uh, get to John's uh, question about preaching the gospel, there will be a worship prayer and response time. And um, this is one of the few times I'll have a pastor there to help guide the gospel in this because that's something that's been weighing on my heart. Um, And going forward, every uh, convention after this, I'll have an altar call um, for this because at the end of the day, yes, there's going to be fun to seeing uh, all the talent and all the silliness of the creators, but there's an there's a certainty to having your faith, your accountability to him, um, flourish. And um, I'm gonna try to find a way to like follow up with people that do profess faith or learning uh, more about him. Yeah, yeah that's that's super important. The um the
0: the fact that uh, the follow up. Um, so I'm just going to ask him one last question and then we're going to close it out. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. Something on my phone said, um, something else, but, um, my closing thoughts is I, um, like again, I, I have a heart for people at the end of the day. Um, I only want people to know and have the love that I have for him. And in return, he loves us more than in in an unimaginable sense um just even thinking about it like i don't want to get emotional uh live on live stream and with me being frozen on my end but it is not even in the joking sense like i really want people to know what i feel the same way at the end of the day and um i will love him until the end of this earth and I hope to be a good and faithful servant. All right, so I
0: just asked him where we can get tickets.
1: Um, the last part, uh, yeah, we'll be putting it in the comments. Um, I know John will be able to give him an affiliate link uh, for in tickets. Um, the tickets. Uh, it'll be on Eventbrite. And uh, something that I wanted to give something special for john's audience is uh a discount of uh five dollars off if you use the promo code clash for the first 50 people that buy uh a ticket for john clash
0: well thank you so much uh for that so you guys you guys hear that use the promo code clash and get 50 percent off give me one sec i'm just texting him all right guys so I just want to say thank you
1: so much. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate your uh, time and I appreciate that I'll be able to see you in a couple months. months. Um, goodbye.
0: Amen. I'm excited to see Brian as well. I know he can't, he can't hear me, but um, thank you guys so much in the chat for fighting through everything. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for, um, you know, Dealing with all the technical difficulties, you guys are incredible. Make sure that you use the promo code CLASH, uh, all lower cases, in order to get $5 off. And I know that for some of you going to Vegas, it's like, oh man, how am I going to get out there? What am I going to do? They also have package deals within the Eventbrite itself so you can get nights at the hotel. And the hotel is off the strip too. So that's one thing that I wanted to say. This isn't like smack dab in the middle of all this gambling all this craziness it's a hotel that's off the strip now you can't look left can't look right without seeing uh gambling um but in, in vegas but you um this hotel is is you know it's separate from all of that there's also a lot of other stuff to do in vegas so make sure you guys uh get your tickets and oh i'm sorry my wife $5 off, not 50% off. My wife just came in and corrected me. Um, $5 off. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm a little flustered from all of the uh, technical difficulties. But thank you guys again so much for being here. Make sure you use that discount code. And um, God bless. I'll see you guys on the next one. And hopefully we'll have these technical issues handled.